Good morning. Today is uh, Monday. Hey, here. We're holding on Perek Lamites. Ba'achakach is boin in Gamkein Matalamaila. This is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine lines. Nine lines from the bottom on page Kuflamet Zion, which we began this yesterday, but we'll review. So we, we were doing the Yisboinenus from, from up down, uh, how, how the worlds emanate and the further the progression goes, the more insignificant it is becoming. Um, page Kuflamet Zayin. The line begins with the word Minziv, and we're holding by the Achakachis Boinin. Okay, so the other Cheshman that he made till now was he began from all the way the beginning of the process, the process of creation, and he explained how the very beginnings of the beginnings begin only with the ray emanating from the Ebrister himself, and that's the Oyring Sush, and a ray that has absolutely no significance at all compared to the source of the ray. That's, that's where we begin, and that ray is nullified in its source like the nullification of a ray of a sun while it's in the sun. Then he explained how from there comes such a powerful tzimtzum, a tzimtzum that is uh, a, a, that had to wipe, that had to completely hide everything that was there before. Usually tzimtzum means a reduction of the light. But over here, tzimtzum meant not reduction. Tzimtzum meant complete, complete, complete hiding of the light to the point that there's nothing left. And the only thing that was left is just a tiny little bit of letters a little bit of letters that were left over, a trace. That was the only thing that was left over. And that, and that formulated into what we call Adam Kadmon. And then there was another powerful symptom. And from Adam Kadmon and onward, he said, what, what emanated further was only rays from, from the eyes. Right? Remember, he used the, t- the term from the eyes. And that emerged, and that brings about the world of Mikudim and Brudim are all related to the Kesser world. And from there, through a powerful symptom comes Kesser. And after another unbelievable symptom comes Chachma. Chachma me'ayin pimotzi, which is only deriving its energy from here. Here. Literally here, like here, like Sa'are's here. The amount of energy flowing in the human beings. Here, uh, uh, one, one uh, thing of here, how much life is there compared to its source. That's how Chachma is compared to the Kesser. And that's how it contracts very, very tiny, very minute, l- diminishing the light so much down to a, you have a, do, so much down to the, to the tiniest, tiniest speck. We're on page Kuflam at Zion. And then he continues how from Atsilus to Bri at Siranasiya, again there's a Yashmeyayim. Again it's nothing. And then finally, from the, uh, from the spiritual world to the physical is again a yeshmiyayim. 
which, which makes this world, which makes our reality so nothing. Now you asked a question that didn't, that haven't we learned everywhere that everything is in the physical? You asked me yesterday. That in other, elsewhere in Hasidus it says that everything is in the physical world. That spiritual worlds are meaningless and compared to the physical world. You asked me that's been in bringing heaven down to earth. We discussed it. Yeah, that's because, that's because as, as nothing as this world is, that's where Hashem's desire is. So Mitzan Hashem's desire, this is the most important place. But in terms of its essential quality of what, what this world comes out of, out of it's, it's, it's the lower we go, the more nothing of nothing of nothing of nothing it becomes. Okay? And now he's taking the Hisbayanus backwards. So we learned this yesterday already a little bit, but I'm going to go over it because we didn't record it. We do a, a backwards Hisbayanus. We're going to trace the whole, the whole, this, this whole process from below up. Uh, the nullification of the general world, the Vagufa and one's own body, the Nafshay and one's own soul, Bechlal. You can't, you can't when, you, when you do this, meditation of the bittel, one has to include himself, his, his body and his neshama, in comparison to the spiritual, the power, the, the immensity of the spiritual world, of the world of Asiyah. Even though we're talking about only one dimension higher than our realm, it's already incomparable. The physical world compared to the spiritual, uh, to its parallel spiritual world. We're talking about this parallel world, talking about olam Asiyah. Not Olam HaYetzirah, not, not Olam HaBriah, which are way beyond. Olam HaSiyah, but the spiritual Olam HaSiyah is so much greater than the physical Olam HaSiyah. Because the life force that is in this world, the highest that is in the physical world is considered the dregs. This is like the dregs. And the waste. Just like we understand the difference between a a a um, a delicious uh, plate of flu, f- food uh, while it's still edible, and its transition after what happens to it when it becomes literally waste, and you can't compare it. It's not like it's not like the food is two days old. It's 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 shaloi be'erech. It's a different metzias. It's a metzias that is so <laughs> whatever. It's 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 it, it has. It has lost everything. That's how drastic the change is from life in the spiritual worlds, even in the lowest spiritual world, in compared to life in the physical earth. Because um, where's the lower Ganeden? The lower Ganeden is in Olam Asiyah. In Olam Asiyah Haruchni, in the spiritual world of Asiyah. How do you know that? Because Hashem put Adam Arishan in Ganeden. And that was not in Bria, that was not in Yitzirah, that was in Olam Asiyah. It was only a more spiritual dimension of Olam Asiyah. That's why the Tzemach Tzedek says elsewhere, not here, uh, that uh, he asked the question, how come we can, no, one, no one can find Gan Eden? He says, today's days, they've done expeditions everywhere already. Not only that, he says, they have already mapped out the whole world. And today we have Google Maps. So we can zero into a place. Why can't anybody just, why can't you look for the four rivers coming together and over there, find where Gan Eden is. Trace the river, the Nar, and then Adam Arishan was there. So he explains that the Gan Eden that Adam Arishan was, was not, was, is what he says, interesting. 
He says, it's Ruchni Shebegashmi. We can't say it's pure Ruchnius because the Torah gives it a physical space where it was. It's where the four rivers meet. So it must be something that has some relationship to spatial existence, the physical space. On the other hand, he says, it's not mamish mamish in the physical realm uh, because if that one, we would find it. He says, it is a, it is a dimension, it's, it's a place connected to the physical world and it is, I'm saying, it is by a certain physical place, but it is a ruchnistic dimension. Before Adam Arishan sinned, Adam Arishan was not physical the way we are today. He wasn't the same physical human being. His physical body was almost spiritual, very, very able. We wouldn't see it. Just like we don't see the ear, right? Very, very able, very refined. And that's how Adam Arishan was, he says, before he sinned. So when he was in that place, he was, he, he, he was experiencing, he was in that frequency. After he sinned, what happened? Hashem chased him out of Ganet, and what did Hashem do? Hashem coarsened him. So what happened was, even though he's in the same place, he's not picking up on those, on those, on that, on, in that realm. He's, he doesn't have the sensors, he doesn't have the ability to relate to that reality. So he, he says, we can walk by Ganeden and have no clue that we're there. Even though it's a place of immense pleasure and of beautiful trees, and, but it's an it's Adela kind of a tree. It's not the trees that we know in this physical. So when he chased them out of Ganeden, it means he coarsened his body. It's an amazing, it's an amazing explanation of what Ganeden and where Ganeden is. So he says over here, so our highest that we have in our world is nothing compared to the highest in Ganeden. It says, all my intestines should praise Hashem. So it says, no, the Zohar says, there are malachim that are called intestines. When the Shefa descends from Shemayim, it's too bright, it's too intense, it's too wonderful for our world to, to experience. It, our, it's too much. So what happens is it has to be filtered. The higher, deeper dimensions of that pleasure that Hashem descends to create the world. Because remember we learned that life in its essence is pleasurable. That's the, that's the essence of life. The pleasure, however, is too intense for our world. So the malachim come and eat up the higher pleasure and they leave over, they leave over, they leave over the peel. They leave over the outer part and they pass it on to the next world. The next world eats up the, the edible food and they pass on what is not edible to the next world. And so it goes on and on and on until we get to the lowest world where the malachim extract the last bit of energy and they leave over the waste of the waste of the waste and that's what they pass on to this world and that becomes the source of all delights and all pleasures in the physical world. They separate between the internal element of that pleasure and the external element. Just like the stomach that, 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 that purify the food. And the internal part is drawn just like in the, in the body it's the same thing the, in, the, the inner part of the food the nutrition of the food the body extracts and sends it up to strengthen the heart and the mind and the rest of the body and the waste that is good for nothing is extracted through the power that pushes it out out of the body so to the divine influence gets 
refined through the malachim anal, and the best of the best, nimshach leganeden, gets sent to ganeden, tainug neshamis malachim, that there should be a tainug, a pleasure of neshamis and malachim, nehenen mezivashchina, they delight in the radiance of the shechina, upsailis ashefa, and the leftover of the shefa, hanitcha lechutz, that is, that is nitcha, that gets, and the, uh, it gets pushed out outside, mimena from it, his havas tanuge oilamazeh, come all the wonderful things uh, that are in this world, right? That all the gourmet magazines are busy writing about, that is the, the leftovers from what is left over from there. Nimtza, heim bechlal kol tanuge oilamazeh, that it means that all the, all the pleasures that we can have in the physical, is literally like, like, like dregs, like tzayah, in comparison to the pleasure of the neshamas in the most lowest ganeden. And that shows you how insignificantly poor our, how, 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 how poor our world is in comparison to, the, to, the, to a higher realm. This is what Chazal say. It is better one hour of the pleasure in the world to come. All the pleasure in this world, we understand. Because one hour of real pleasure, <laughs> then a heap, a heap of tzaya, no matter how big that tzaya is, the tzaya explained that it's tzaya. He says, can you imagine? Someone has a, a storage house. He has a whole, <laughs> he has, he has, he has, a, 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 the truth is they said this, and the only time they said it was by Yitzchak. They said, Zevel, the fertilizer of Yitzchak is better than the gold and the silver of Avimelech. But general, if a person has, if a person has a whole bunch of Zevel, and you give him a little bit of gold, of course, the little bit of gold is, is worth more than the, than acres and acres or tons and tons and tons of Zevel. So he says, one hour of the pleasure of Olam it's a different quality. It's a different quality. It's, it's, a, whole, it's a whole different thing. When they also said, it's worth it for a person to linger in Gehenim for a very, for a, for a very, very long time, even though the horrors of Gehenim are unimaginable. Nevertheless, it is worth, worth it in order to come to the, to the world to come. The Ganeidin Atachter. And then the lower Ganeiden, Einaroich, has no comparison, Lagaba Ganeiden Elyon. Now we begin to take it further, he says. The lower Ganeiden is so incomparatively poor, it's so nothing in comparison to the higher Ganeiden, the Kamoisha Hanefesh. And in order to illustrate how these two realms are so, so far apart and so meaningless, the lower Ganeiden is meaningless in comparison to the higher Ganeiden. He says, the Kamoisha Nefesh, just like the soul, when the Neshama leaves the body, and needs to forget, the Neshama needs to forget at the, on, the, on, the, on the appearance of this world. He must forget what this world looks like. In order for the Neshama to be able to rise up even just to the lowest Ganeiden, it needs to forget this world. The Imloikein, if the Neshama has any memory, it will distract the neshama. The neshama will not be able to appreciate and understand the lower ganeden because it's remembering. It's like the mashal that I usually give. It's like a person who's coming out out of a out of a rap uh, 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 concert 
and he's going into the into a very 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 fine um, um, uh, symphony. He had listened to a symphony, and in his head he's still hearing the rap, the rapper. He can't he can't he can't adjust. He can't hear the fine music because right now this 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 very coarse music is hacking in his head. So he says if you remember the physical world. You can't experience Ganeden. It's very edel. It's very refined. It's very subtle. So, so the same also needs to happen when you move from the lower Ganeden to the higher Ganeden. Kamoi kein mamish like that. When you're when you're rising from the lower Ganeden, the Ganeden elyon to the supernal Ganeden, you can't comprehend the light of the higher Ganeden. The neshama gets the dip, tovel itself in the nahar dinar. For the purpose of lishkoyach, or forgetting, al tainug de ganeden atachtin, on the pleasure of the lower ganeden, shemevalvel de ganeden ha'elyon, it does a bilbul, it confuses in the supernal ganeden, kamoi machshavizaris, the the memory of the lower ganeden, as pleasurable as it is, is considered a machshavizara, it's like a person trying to daven and having machshavizaris. That's how distracting the lower ganeden is compared to the higher ganeden. And this Ganeden goes higher and higher and higher and higher. Mamish, that is even higher than the higher Ganeden. Like it says, they go from level to level. And the holy ones, referring to the Nishamis, every day, they praise you, which means as they ascend from Ganeden to Ganeden to higher to higher. They keep on getting a higher understanding of, of the Yevishter, and therefore their praise is a different kind of a praise. It's a higher praise. And all these levels, as far as you go on infidim, you go on forever and ever. And all these levels are all derived. The entire Ganeidan experience is derived from the supernal Chachma, Hanikra Eden, that is called Eden. It's called, as it says, the nahar Eden, a nahar of pleasure, goes out of Eden. The whole, the whole system of Gan, all the Ganadins, from the highest to the lowest, it's all deriving from the place called Eden, which is Chachma. And, and Chachma compared to beyond Chachma is what? Chachma is like Yeshmiayan. Chachma is like a, 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 a one tiny little point of life comparison to the infinite life that's beyond Chachma. Chachma is considered like not, mamish nothing, legaba keser elyon, in comparison to keser. Vinimsheches mepchene Cyrus levad. It's drawn from one year. A year, basis meinta here. A year is, a, you know, you say a person's here. How much of a person's life can you squeeze into one of your hair? You take a shower. Do you have any idea how many hair fell off during the shower? Or when you're sleeping, how many came off? No, and it's irrelevant because how much of you is in your hair? That's how much Chachma captures from what is really, really the energy that's beyond Chachma. One hair. The Keser Elyon and Keser Elyon itself, Kelochashiv Lagabe'ak, is considered like nothing in comparison to Adam Kadman. Keniskaliel, as we said earlier. It's deriving only from the light emanating from the eyes of Ak. The Adam Kadman, Hubriya Yeshmeyayin. And Adam Kadman itself is a Bria Yashmeyayan, Ukalachashiv Mamish, literally Kalachashiv. Here's the first time he says Lachashiv Mamish. But Adam Kadman, Lagabe Ain Saif Baruch, compared to the Ain Saif. 
Ad, I just have to say this one line, Shalagabe ain't safe parahu, compared to the ain't safe that's higher than Adam Kadman, Shava Mamish Pchinas Adam Kadman im Doimem Gashmi da Asiya. To compare how nothing Adam Kadman is, he says, compared to the ain't safe, Adam Kadman is the same, literally the same, like a physical, like a like a like a, a pebble, a pebble, a stone. One stone of the physical world. That's how significant it is. So when we make a cheshman like this, we realize how nothing. And when a person makes this cheshman, what happens? And he does during davening, he realizes that he, all of his desires and passions and wants to worldly things is just misguided. Instead, his, he can extract all that love and want what's real, the source of everything. Especially since what's the source of everything, the Eidosh himself, is accessible. It's accessible to us as Jews. We should want it and connect to it. How do we connect to it? Through Torah and Mitzvahs.